G would saw one of yours. Like, oh, on the spot! <laughs> <laughs> Come on, guys! Aren't you guys like the best in the Philippines? Jeez! <laughs> Alright, sup guys? Welcome back to the channel. This is a very new setting. I'm in Zest Power Gym with two very, very strong Filipinos right here. And yes, in the previous video, almost everyone has been asking if I'm Filipino. Yes, I'm Filipino. They too are also Filipino. So today, uh, we're going to be talking about different topics that was brought to my attention through uh, Instagram. I asked a lot of people what other facts they'd want to talk about. And today, I have two very, very special guests, two people who have been in the fitness industry, the lifting industry of the Philippines for I would say well over a decade at this point for both of them. I guess so, but okay, let's uh, let Raymond introduce himself first. Yeah, hi uh, guys, I'm Raymond Debuque. I've been lifting for a little bit uh, close to 20 years now. 20 years. <laughs> and I've been coaching for around five years and powerlifting. Okay, so that the audience knows uh, how strong you, uh, how strong are you? What's your best raw squat, bench and deadlift? So I squatted, um, 285 kilos, uh, benched 190 kilos, and deadlifted 705 pounds or 320 kilos. So yeah, that's a shit ton of weight. <laughs> Next, okay. uh, we have Mr. Can you? Uh, yeah, so hi guys, I'm G. Rodriguez. So I've uh, been, uh, I've started in the strength sports as a strongman competitor uh, four years ago, then eventually uh, competed in powerlifting. Okay. Um, what are your best squat bench deadlifts? Like all time? Um, uh, all time deadlift uh, 285, bench one, 145, um, squat 235. Alright, so these two fellows are obviously really, really strong. My numbers aren't that impressive <laughs> next to there, so that's why I'm not even going to mention it. So these guys are really up here in the fitness industry when it comes to the Philippines, specifically the strength industry. And today, they'll be helping me out when it comes to answering these questions that I got through my recent Instagram post. So I asked people to send me questions or like non-negotiable fitness facts that they think that absolutely cannot be debunked. So the three of us, we're going to talk about it. If we think that they're actually non-negotiable, if we think they're full of shit, or if we think that maybe it's a gray area kind of thing. All right, so the very, very first question we have from Daki, she asks, or she says, abs are made in the kitchen. How do you <laughs> feel about that? Knowing that these two fellows obviously I mean, have six pack abs themselves. How much do you, be do you believe in it? Or do you say that it's... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, for the longest time, people have thought that abs are like, just do some ab exercises. Uh, there's more truth to it than you think that abs are made in the kitchen. Because you need to, most of the time, this is for the general population, uh, most of the time, your abs aren't visible just because there's a layer of fat covering it, you know? That's true. So, yeah, like, I guess there's another saying that we can add to that. Abs are made in the kitchen, but they're also built in the gym. In because the gym. if you don't actually have those pronounced abs, or for the Filipinos, if you don't have that pandesal on your stomach, no matter how lean you are, it won't be that pronounced. So, I guess this this is true. Like, abs are made in the kitchen, oh. but... Oh, what do you say? Big question lang. Like, if you say abs... Mm. Anong definition of abs? Because everybody has abs, right? That's true. So, regardless of if you're fat or overweight or like, um, mas, ma mas matas yung body fat mo compared to the skinny guys, everybody still has abs. So, yung definition siguro nung, nung abs nila is... Six-pack maybe? Six-pack yeah. na labas. So... Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have to define that. Kailangan yung define yun. Pero yeah, we, we, we get a lot of uh, those questions na abs are, uh, abs are 
Are they made in the kitchen? So are they made in the general? kitchen? Yeah. It's never black and white, guys. Yeah, so never yes, black abs and white. are made in the kitchen, but of course, you do have to work them out as well. So yeah. when we say in the kitchen, we obviously mean your nutrition. Obviously, if, you're, <laughs> if your nutrition is crap, obviously, you're not going to get the abs that you would want. Next up, we have, oh, from somebody very dear to Raymond from Bibo. That's his oh, uh, uh, physical therapist who healed his knee or like helped heal his knee. It's magic. He basically, he didn't say it that much. He gave the acronym CICO. So that's basically calories in, calories out. Oh, is that okay? Can, G, how, what do you feel about that? Is that non negotiable that when it comes to weight management, it's really all about calories in, calories out? Oh, I think kasi, parang, I would like to think the body as a, a uh, engine or a parang kotse siya. So yeah. basically, if, 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 you wanna, if you want to run the car, you have to fuel it with gasoline or diesel, right? Exactly. So, um, in layman's term, yun yung, yun yung energy source for me, and that's food. That's the calories you take in. So, yes, kung, like kung hindi mo magagamit yung gas na nilagay mo dun sa kotse mo, aapo at aapo lang siya. Hence, kung sa tao mo siya ilalagay, it will add up to fat and unused calories, yeah, unused yeah. energy. Yeah, uh, the body is really efficient. It's just, it just stores energy. All the energy you pump in it actually wants to store it for later. Yeah. All right, so the three of us, we do agree that Bibo, calories in, calories out, your statement does pass. Next, we have from Lyleman. Blood work, having, oh, actually, it's very similar. All these questions are very similar. Having six-pack abs, but you have high blood sugar, blood pressure, your resting heart rate is high. Basically, even though if you have a uh, six-pack ab, you aren't healthy. And I guess that's, I think that's really non-negotiable. You might be really lean, but if everything else in your body is, you know, de degrading or degrading, you're obviously not uh, healthy. So I guess we can all yeah, immediately agree I, with I, that. Yeah, I agree with that, for sure. Oh, okay, this one's uh, now from my friend Ariel. If the bar ain't bending, you just pretending. <laughs> How true is that? So, okay, next one. Oh, actually, if you're using a stiff bar, you get up to 300 kilos. It doesn't bend. And I guess you're not lifting enough. <laughs> it has to be 350 though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next one is bacon good. Is that non-negotiable? Yeah. That bacon is good. Non-negotiable. Oh, yeah, yeah, dude, yeah. Yeah, okay. I think, <laughs> I think that's the best one that we have here on this list. Bacon is good. No, no denying that. Oh, this one you might talk about a bit more. Clean eating, and that's all she said. But I'm guessing that basically she means that to be healthy, you, you have to like eat clean. First of all, I don't think we're the right, <laughs> the right panel to ask yeah. as it comes to clean eating. But I guess if you guys can relate it to the calories and yeah, calories dude, out. Um, clean eating is the easiest, most of it, it's the easiest, essentially, it's the easiest way to cut on calories. Okay, so that's plain and simple. But is it the most sustainable? Yeah. Exactly. And actually, that's really true. Even though if something can be, quote unquote, optimal, if it's not sustainable, then it's basically pointless. Like if you're able to do optimal for two weeks or two months, it won't even matter if you're not going to sustain it in the yeah, long run. Yeah, dude, I mean, let's talk about clean first. Because, you what know, does clean what is mean clean, right? When you just uh, Lysol it? <laughs> no, no, I mean... <laughs> the they get dirty. No, hell no. What does dirty mean? Come on, man. <laughs> I mean... But yeah, exactly. Yeah, for example, why do you want to brand something as clean? If it's just chicken breast, it's considered clean, right? But then, you can also do beef. But if your calories are the same, it's still... I don't think... There's branding clean, yeah. food clean or dirty is actually a good idea and in actually, the first I think place. It has a lot of negative things because when people eat, I guess let's a quote unquote bad food or dirty food would be what do you call this fries? I mean fries definitely pack a lot of calories. Yeah. Absolutely, no one's gonna deny that. But then 
if you're able to match it in order to keep it underneath your calories, you are still going to your maintenance calories. Yeah, you're still for sure. Then you're going to lose weight. For sure, you could have benefited, benefited a bit more from eating something cleaner. But that doesn't mean that, hey, the moment you ate uh, two, two fries, that doesn't mean that your fit is Your diet's no, destroyed. No, that, no, no, yeah, no. It's, it's, not, it's not an all or nothing. That's not it's it. really just matching everything in. Right? <laughs> I have yeah. a take on it. So, uh, actually, I, I do agree that um, at the end of the day, it should be sustainable. But for mm. um, me, at the end of the day, it should be sustainable to the person. Because I, I know some people na can do... Um, <laughs> flexible dieting or like just calories in calories out um, with a good quality of food a little yeah. bit of junk and a yeah. little bit of and a chop of good pero yeah, meron din sure. kasing iba na mas nakakapag-stick sila dun sa maintenance or goal uh, calories nila each and every day by eating clean because oh, yeah, it, it's um, comfortable and mas ano sa kanila mas mas yun na mas comfortable sila na kainit yung paulit-ulit other than kakain sila ng iba kasi Dahil malulost track sila for some reason, nade-deprive sila. So, mas gusto nilang, they could stick a bit longer or like they could sustain it. Sorry. They could sustain the eat, uh, eating clean versus the um, flexible dieting. Pero I'm not saying na ano ah. I'm not saying na hindi siya stable. But I know some people na yeah. they do binge on a certain day but they do on track. Uh, they yeah. do get on track on, 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 on normal days. Yeah. Mas, mas I guess that's there. true. Because I guess what we can close on on that part is that every the clean eating works. We, we can agree the clean uh, eating works. But then you have to pick the diet that you yourself, yes, you and exactly. your own dynamic, your everyday life, what you can actually sustain for yourself. You A lot of diets food. work for sure. Different methods can achieve the same yeah, thing. For sure. But you just have to pick the method that works that works the best for you. Yeah. I guess that's what we can agree on. Yeah, I I always tell people that ask, oh, how do I lose weight? I mean, you just, you, you have to know yourself. Do you want to binge exactly. or do you like to exactly. taste like, a little bit of something every once in a while? Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's more, you, and to find that out, it's really trial and error. Yeah, it's trial and error. It's not like, oh, th- my coach said this and this is what, how <coughs> I'm going to live for yeah. the rest of my life. No, it's really, okay, let's try this out. doesn't work. Let's try something else. Until you find out what actually works for you, what you can be sustained with. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's yeah. We for can sure. End that. This next one, for my, my friend Julio, this is something I'm pretty sure that none of us are really familiar with. So I'm not sure what, how we're going to answer this. The Wim Hof method. Are you guys even familiar with the what Wim Hof the method? Wim, what, what is the Wim, Wim Hof, Hof method? Wim Hof is one of these... He's, uh, I don't know how else to phrase him. He's this guru that you would find in Iceland or some uh-huh. European stomach, uh, stomach, European country. Um, basically, he's promoting breathing, like very intentional breathing med- meditation throughout your day. And you're, <laughs> I guess for us, it's hard for us to talk about because I'm not even that familiar with. But anyway, this, his breathing methods are so strong or so influential that it makes you immune to some diseases oh really? no and then i and i know like when i first thought about yeah. that it's like well, this is some guru shit like is that is it even true but then i'm again i'm not familiar so i'm just speaking from what i know but test lab tests were run the control group group mm, that did the no, the the his methods that like he guided these people and then again i'm not so sure with the specifics but Apparently, yeah, these breathing methods, these meditation methods, was able to make people more immune to certain diseases or uh, certain sicknesses. Okay, so I want to get, uh, I want to approach this in a scientific way, you know. So whenever something new surfaces, uh, you have to perform experiments for it. Yeah. Now you have to compare it. Whenever you discover something, you have results. For example, you have a paper you published it and it says this breathing method improved. 
this uh, parameter for health. Uh, you want to test, uh, you want to compare it with other studies done before it, mm. comparing the other, um, the other parameters that might have affected exactly other that parameter. outcome. For example, so I have a new breathing method. We know, what we know for a fact right now is that um, stress, uh, stress in general, uh, actually has very detrimental effects to our health. Yeah, so exactly. if you breathe properly, we know that proper breathing actually relieves stress, right? Yeah. Um, the deep breaths, it's a proven way to relieve yeah, and anxiety yeah. and everything. So what if um, the, uh, the actual benefits of the Wim Hof method was from just, you can achieve it by actually just performing stress relieving breathing. Yeah. which has been proven for already exactly a long and, time, and not right? necessarily his method maybe yeah, just not necessarily being more intentional method. with your breath yeah, yeah yeah maybe okay that's actually a good point that maybe it's not exactly his entire brand or his entire method that every yeah. day one day two that he prescribed yeah sure that's great but then it, that might not be <laughs> because of it uh because how it's programmed or designed maybe it's because he's the person just breathing a bit better yeah sometimes it's just you doing something consistently that yeah. actually might Help, might just help yeah right? but again uh this topic none of us are really familiar with yeah, it no, so just take everything that we're saying <laughs> with a grain of salt the next one is okay i think um you guys because these two are actually coaches uh just to be clear with that this one from uh, kiko banal he says deloads are essential especially when training hard and training smart what do you agree disagree um ooh. okay so uh it's just this is a hot take right <laughs> i am <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. This is a hot take. No, so uh, deloads, definitely you'll need to deload once in a while because it's necessary. But uh, do we have to have a program deload? So uh, there's a lot of training methods that do not incorporate uh, planned deload, right? I personally do have a planned deload in my programming into some athletes, but some athletes I don't prescribe it just because their uh, recovery and fatigue is much more unpredictable because mm. they're working or they're studying or working graveyard shifts i do tend on to program more auto-regulated stuff for them exactly okay, okay. yeah because sometimes it just just doesn't click in the gym and you have to deload right there and then right then and there yeah if, if the body asks for a study, uh if the body asks for a deload yeah give it a deload yeah. Oh, so, pero yun nga, kapalag ng sabi ni Raymond, hindi naman pare-parehas ng lahat ng athletes, hindi yeah. pare-parehas sa atong tao. So, if, if, if sometimes, yun nga, uh, may athletes na auto-regulated lang, since yun yung nag-work sa schedule nila, hindi, they can't really comprehend on the daily training na RP-based. Yeah, so, then they build on the person. Most yeah, people. on the person, I guess, like whether you want to plan it or not. But of course, like what you said, you really have to listen to your body. If you feel like uh, all your joints are aching, yeah, you yeah. have a hard time getting out of bed, then you might... I think you have to tell your coach that, coach, I think I need to deload. Yeah. Of course, no. uh, auto-regulation is basically on a weekly or um, daily basis. Okay. So yeah, deloads are essential uh, yeah. to some degree, to, to their specific ones. Okay. So next one, we actually have four remaining left. All right. Actually, like, this is from Gio Abeleda. He basically says, and it's something we talked about, calories reign supreme. And I guess we already talked about it. So yeah, that's from Gio. Uh, we already talked about calories. Then, <laughs> returning the weight give the best gains oh man that's so true this that's is so true that's why i see a lot of skinny true. guys in the gym because they don't return their weights they don't return your weights but i guess now with quarantine we're not going to see that much scientific 100 <laughs> percent 
All right, this is actually, I'm, I'm skipping over one because it's another repeat. Our very last one is actually from Raymond himself. He actually didn't know that he was going to be part of this video, but he actually sent in an entry. All right, so Raymond says, okay, so I guess since Raymond's the one who gave this question, G should be the one to answer it. So <laughs> progressive overload trumps all other concepts tenfold. Oh, oh, oh. progressive. It's eh. basic. Eh. Yeah, you, you, can, you can break basics. Yeah. So, para sa akin, siya naman yung um, foundation ng, 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 like, one of the foundations of, <laughs> of uh, strength training, strength yes, conditioning. So, yeah, yeah for me, um, uh, it rains a peak. Yeah, dude. And why I said tenfold, I mean, not literally, you can't measure it, but yeah. It's, uh, if you don't progressive, if you don't overload progressively, regardless of what you do, you're not gonna make any gains. Because your body will oh, out-adapt oh. anything you put into. Mis misconception kasi ng iba, man, like, pag sinabong progressive overload, gusto nila hit agad ng, ng, like, if I'm hitting, like, 300 now, dapat mag-305 or at least 301. No, dude. Pain sin, like, at least baka one rep more ka. Yeah. Or, like, whatever. Or, like, a whatever. better RPE. That's exactly. Mas mabilis. Yeah, that's true. But, but I guess something that we also have to understand, it's very different your training age is right. really going to dictate because if you're an absolute beginner versus example you guys were oh. up there already when it comes to the elite level philippine standard boys <laughs> i do have to say that <laughs> true it's true. really true but oh, obviously uh raymond sir what was your bench again what's your uh, best bench uh 190 kilos 190 kilos that's really impressive but when you started out what was your First, sir, from when you started lifting 100 kilos all the way to 150, I'm pretty sure that time frame was a lot shorter compared yeah. to 150 to 190. Sure. 100 right? to Obviously. 150 took like uh, four years. Four years. How long did it take you from 150 to 190? It's eight. Eight years. <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> that's double. So yeah, again, that's that's a uh, uh, exhibit A right there. That your training age will really dictate how far you can actually progress, like the pro progressive overload, in, in essence. So if you're a beginner, obviously progressive overload intervals might be a lot faster. And maybe in the next week, in the next session, next month, you can easily add weight on the bar, add number of sets, reps. But down the line, you might have to really spread that um, goal of adding five pounds or five kilos yeah. a bit more, like months or years. Yeah. Take care of your joints, kids. Okay, so sure. very very important so actually that's all we have right now but say uh, i'll ask you guys what are what are some non-negotiable fitness facts that we might have missed out on this list g what's uh, one of yours <laughs> oh, on the spot <laughs> come on guys aren't you guys like the best in the philippines Jeez. <laughs> sorry for bringing these guys <laughs> Okay, I'll start. <laughs> no matter how well your calories are, like how well you're able to track your calories, how well training is, if you don't get enough sleep, obviously oh, that's not yes, that's yes, not gonna yes. work out for you. That's one big yeah, tenement uh, when it comes ooh. to one big pillar when it comes to yes. uh, fitness. Whether that, if you know if you're a powerlifter, bodybuilder, CrossFit or oh wait, CrossFit's like a it's in the down though. We shouldn't talk. We shouldn't say the c word. But any performance-related, uh, what do you call? Actually, even fat loss-related goal. If you don't get get enough sleep, you're really not getting the best progress. I guess we can all agree with that. How important yeah, yeah, yeah. sleep is. I'm gonna do a hot take on that. Um, actually, how much sleep? Oof. Yeah, because um, we say sleep is good, but then people are exactly how much, right? That's what they're. Are if you get five five hours or six hours of sleep. So not all people can sleep 
like eight hours a day. So yeah. some people have uh, jobs and other oh. double jobs or someone. So how much should you aim for uh, just to make gains? Because some people okay. say, oh, shit, I can't sleep. So mm. therefore, I shouldn't even try. Yeah, so it's a good point, right? What 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 say? What range would you feel like yeah, is uh, okay for most people? I know everyone's different, but I guess just for the sake of the audience, we do have to give general range for them to live yeah. with. For, so for sleep, uh, if someone, so for ex let's not try and count his hours of sleep. So mm. let's say he can only get maximum five hours. All right. You you don't necessarily need to recommend him to sleep more than that. You just have to adjust his training and nutrition just to accommodate that five hours of sleep. Because right now, because he has a, he can't afford to sleep more, right? Yeah, exactly. exactly. So, of course, the best option is to, hey, you should sleep more. But if he can't, what should you do? Should he just stop lifting? No. No. You can adjust his training to accommodate that uh, um, handicap factor, recovery. Okay. Yeah. That variable. I guess that's really true. If one variable is a bit affected and it can't be helped, you have to make sure that the other variables yes. are well accounted yes, for, sure, yeah. just to make sure. If one, obviously, not all of us can have like perfect sleep, perfect uh, uh, eating, perfect training, but as much <coughs> as possible, we'd want to maintain some level of degree or some level of maintenance when it comes to them. Yeah. Alright, so I gave one. Can you guys give something? <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, no, no. Oh, cheers, no cheers. Rice is not the enemy. Rice oh, is not yeah, the enemy. Yeah, okay, that's good. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, especially in the Philippine environment, the Philippine culture. Rice is not the enemy. Exactly. Rice so is not the enemy. When, I agree. When did you guys realize? Or like, oh, okay, what's a good question? Because obviously, like, since we started lifting, we realized for ourselves. But alright, here's a good question just to ask. What was the most infuriating moment when you're trying to describe or explain to someone that rice isn't the enemy? Like what is a negative moment? It can be can be your mom because I had a hard time explaining that to my mom. What is the most infuriating moment? Like this is not this is not just for the sake. This is just for our entertainment. What is the most infuriating moment when you're explaining to someone <coughs> that rice or carbs isn't the enemy? Dude, I have a plethora of stories. <laughs> Dude, I mean the worst one is actually my my dad. Oh okay, because <laughs> that's so, hard. That's so this is the thing. This is the thing. So whenever my so if you know my dad, he's in hard he's a hard ass. As I mean, old I mean school. old school. Old school. Okay, I think that's a better way to phrase it. <laughs> yeah, balls to the wall, go harder, go home type of guy. So when he know he finds out something is good, he's gonna go to the extreme, and he's gonna prove that it's the best thing. That's mm. the only way. That's the only way you can do something. So when he found out about the keto, low carb uh -huh. IF group, dude. He jumped on that train so hard and I f even if I was trying to explain the concepts he was throwing studies at me about uh, low about the low carb Sheesh. diet results and everything I mean those studies were studies and yeah. that's good but then as I told you earlier you have to compare it with all all other all studies the what are the fact studies yeah all the pool studies about nutrition and compare why does it work why does it not work yeah yeah so that's yeah that's know. one of the things so it was your story is uh yeah, your, it, your it, it heated arguments home. with your dad it hits home <laughs> it hits home really all right so he gave one i gave one raymond so, so we can end this video let's go come on man you've been in the industry for 20 <laughs> years <laughs> okay okay head, man top of my head you're smart um, guy 20 minutes later 
Oh my god. <laughs> you get a SpongeBob. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, cute SpongeBob. Yeah. <laughs> I swear, this is probably like one of the strongest Filipinos ever. He's probably like on the top of my head. Is he like what, top three Filipino? Probably right now, top three. Jeez. Um, oh man. I guess he spoke so much. Oh no, no, no. It's been. bars and plates are enough. Bars and plates are enough. Okay. okay. No fancy equipments. Okay, I guess that's it. Uh, we can rephrase that as another yeah, fact yeah. that basics can really take you actually i think sorry i think i missed that question yeah i know gio said that pala right basics can work for everyone and, and for the most part already because yes. a lot of people like it's just to i'll be doing to answer for that a lot of people are super focused or super hungry for the the next fitness exercise or the next product <laughs> equipment right yeah yeah equipment, equipment. equipment. with an s with an s <laughs> but what do you call this um as cool as those equipment are equipments are if you were to just stick with the basics, so whether that be body weight or just the basic compound barbell movements, it can definitely take you so far. I mean, as great machines would be, if you were to have a full-on cable machine, all those fancy selectorized machines at home, which is all great and all, but if you were to give a rack, a bar, a bench, and some plates to somebody at home, yeah. give them a solid, uh, nice progressive overload program, make sure they sleep, make sure their nutrition is relatively on point towards that direction, you're, you're, you're probably going to be nearing intermediate and advanced level with just those things. You don't need those fancy equipment to become the top one lifter, I guess. If you were to ask any of the top lifters in any country, probably how they got there, like 98% of the progress was made through just regular reps, right? I guess one thing, I, I guess you, cause you were um, exposed to this for quite a while. Um, bands and chains are great, but straight weight are really... Uh, can take you far. Since you're the one who has experience with bands and chains, <laughs> can you let me, what do you feel yeah, about them? Uh, I mean, I have five years of experience with uh, West Side training. So West Side training, basically. Oh, the thing is, uh, bands and chains, they were a good way for someone to not stop exerting force. So, for example, someone is doing a rep. When it's uh, below, it's sub-maximal weight. So, say, that's 70%. Uh, people have a tendency to slow down or not recruit as much muscle fibers as they can, you know. So doing five reps on the fourth, fifth rep, they slow down because want to conserve energy for the next set. When you put bands and chains into that equation, uh, people actually learn to exert uh, more force as uh, the bar goes through. up, do better leverages. So yeah, but as great as that is, like as beneficial that is, straight weight for most of like ninety-eight yeah. percent of people or ninety-nine percent sure. of the population will do. So really this is the thing. So if you can uh, if you can lift with straight weights, you, it'll get you ninety nine point nine percent of the way there. Exactly. So if you're stuck with doing just straight weight, I mean, that's when you might want. To that's for a long time, not just for a cycle, because yeah. might some other things might affect it. That's when you try the other methods. What if you have explored enough ways dun sa sa free weights? Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. So sure. there's many variations. Pause. That's actually a really good episode, but there's this one question that I'd want to ask G specifically. If there's a gun pointed to your head and you had to decide, you had to pick one K-drama to rewatch for the rest of your life and you can't watch no brainer else. man oh, what's your answer crash landing on you crash landing on you there you have it folks G Rodriguez big fan of what do you call crash landing on you Raymond Debuque 
He's, I don't know what else to say about him. He's Raymond Dibuque. Me, Ali Fuchu. Thanks for watching. Um, sorry, where can, what's your YouTube channel? He makes the best, uh, Korean, uh, uh recipes. What's your channel? Uh, I have a YouTube channel. So, ang content to doon is, uh, full on commentary, uh, Korean, um, uh, Korean cuisine, Korean, uh, cooking. A commentary siya, so it's Jesus TV Media. Just look it up. Link na lang niya. Yeah, I'll link it in the description. Links uh, description box. Yeah, exactly. And then uh, if you want to uh, watch Raymond and his lifts, you can find him. What's your Instagram? I'm DBQ Powerlifting at DBQ Powerlifting. It's my coaching account. So go shoot me a PM if you want coaching. Okay, but for, but your personal account is? Uh, I am RG Debuke. RG Debuke. So again, uh, thanks for watching. And obviously, uh, this is a very casual thing. If you guys like this type of videos where it's just three guys talking about whatever, both in English and Filipino, talking about uh, <laughs> Korean novellas and lifting at the same time, please do consider subscribing to the channel and really like the video. Uh, hopefully, we can see these guys in future videos as well. See you guys. Say bye. Bye. bye.